Welcome to this episode of the Million Dollar Mastermind. I'm Larry Wydell, and before we get started, if you want to know exactly how to win again and again, go to WydellOnWinning.com forward slash webinar now to watch something I've put together for you. Now let's get going into this episode of Million Dollar Mastermind. I'm here talking with uh, Gracie Murphy. And Gracie has an uh, advanced care partner. She's been running it since 2010, over 1,300 employees, over 34,000 in revenue. We're giving the low figure. But Entrepreneur of the Year in 2020, the Inc. 5000 Hall of Fame for six years in a row, and came to America in 2003 uh, to work as a currency trader for Global Money Transfer and uh, moved on up the ladder until she started her own company. So uh, uh, Gracie, thanks so much for talking. And uh, uh, talk about uh, uh, how do you get to be Entrepreneur of the Year for the Inc. magazine? Actually, is the, is EY is the Ernest Young Entrepreneur of the or Year. Ernest Young. It, yes. it might be better than Inc. Anyway, yes. the, the yeah. big accounting firm. So uh how do you, how did you get that? Well, uh, you need a nomination. Then you go through, I believe, six different types of interviews, from leadership to development to finance. They go through everything, anything, and and I did not even know how big this uh, this award was until I got it because the EY is not just the most prestigious uh, award that you can have as an entrepreneur, it's a global award as well. Yeah. I, I won the, the, when I was one of the winners for the Southeast, you have the national as well as the global level. And after that, you become part of the alumni uh, group of entrepreneurs winners. And every year, they, we, I just came from Palm Springs in California, where we spent uh, about four days in conferences with big, the biggest speakers that you can imagine and the introductions to the other leaderships and uh, other, other leaders and VCs and PE groups that you will never have access to um, if you were not one of the winners. So I was, I never took a lot of time to smell the roses and, and really to tap myself on the back for a job well done. Uh, this was probably one of the, the only times that I, I, I can say I'm very proud that I got that award because I know how much it means. And from that, it's got to be an educational process. You know, you talk about the personal development and all. It's got to be an educational process for you to see and hear the kinds of questions that uh, are on their mind. Because it allows like, oh, they're going to evaluate me this way. Maybe I need to pay more attention to this, you know, if it's not an area of strength. Talk about that. Yeah, absolutely. Is uh, Self-awareness is always being built, right? And you always uh, identifying the gaps. And, uh, you know, my, 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 my goal was never to be better at the things that are not my strengths. My goal is to really be specific on my the strengths are and get really good at them. 
but uh, the the judges are no kidding. They are like renowned uh, entrepreneurs and business leaders that have done what you're trying to do, and they have won this prize in the past. So they know exactly the struggles and challenges that you go through every day. What they're looking for is innovation and how are you doing things differently, and why are you a special leader or why are you you know, a leading that people want, a leader that people want to follow. So it was, it was great. Um, I, I create great relationships. My now work has grown so much since that award and in talking about lessons learned in life, even going through a sale of the company is being the first time you do that. That is one of the pivots that as an entrepreneur, get yourself ready because if you don't have an exit plan, it's, it's, you, you gotta do it as early as you can so you can uh, um, take the, the max value for the business. Yeah, and uh, talk about that, having an exit plan. When did you learn that? Well, uh, I, I think we were about 20 million in revenue when I found myself crying in the bathroom uh, because I really did not know what else I was going to do to solve my problems. And it was a really, really uh, scary uh, time where, you know, growing a company as a CEO is, is, is very uh, lonely. Uh, people look at you as, as, oh, this is something you know, prestigious, but there is a lot of a room at the top that <laughs> is overcrowded in the, in the bottom. So being on the top is not easy and, and you have to surround yourself with people that have done that. But, you know, uh, if you get yourself, if you think you want to exit uh, before you even have, uh, right now, you know, uh, um, companies are receiving offers, even not, even when they're not on the market. So, when you receive the, the one offer by a phone call, that's the time normally people start thinking about selling, but that is too late because you still have a lot of ways to prepare prior to that, that I had no idea. Uh, I never sold a business, neither my husband had. So I took really like that as a very good challenge and I led the entire transaction and I wish I had not done that. I wish I had had time to prepare, but- uh, What would you have done in that time to prepare? Oh, totally different. I would have hired a, uh, a expert. I would have hired a banker, a accountant, a, uh, a legal firm to really look into inside out of my books and see how I could have maximized uh, better Ibadai and, and in performance, I would have uh, corrected uh, anything that was wrong at least six months before I put myself on the market to be sold. Um, so there is many, many, many ways to prepare. But you know, the statistics shows that if you get that done before you go to market, the returns are up to thirty percent higher, just because the experts can lead you to really maximize the value of your enterprise. Yeah, supposedly there's an unlimited number of uh, private equity firms out there uh, ready and especially ready once you get to the $20 million level with your business and up, you become very attractive. You know, that's a nice, that's a nice snack for them. You know, they can gobble those up all day long. And uh, 
how different is it for you now when you sold what kind of role are you maintaining the ceo uh i i remain the ceo until june of this year then i stepped down and uh, i am on the board as well as helping to lead the, the, the M&A strategy of the business because the majority of our growth are coming through acquisitions. So I team up with the, the, the M&A team as well as the, the private equity team to find new deals, talk to other founders and, and help them to go through the transaction and, and, and develop the strategic uh, integration process after the, the deal is closed. Do board members, now that you're on the board, do, do board members have many times where they're crying in the bathroom trying to figure out problems like CEOs? <laughs> well, it, I still, you know, a second largest majority shareholder. So it's still, you know, a really big part of not just my heart, but this is my baby. And, and uh, I, I just love to help the leadership team to come up with solutions to different problems. Uh, so I, you know, help them to think through it. Remember, bite your tongue. Don't tell them the answer. Right. But helping them to develop that muscle that's needed to be a problem solving in the industry. And as you know, after COVID, we're employing nurses. So nurses are burned out. There is a huge shortage, and uh, and uh, the 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 the. The resignation uh, is like what do you call it? Is rise of resignation or um, resignation? Yeah, yeah. Is is it's it's hard to even maintain employees happy. And how can you even do that when you don't touch them every day because they are not right. in your office? So it's a complex uh, uh, issue to be solved. And do you recommend uh, now that you've gone through it? Do you think that was a smart thing for you to do, or do you wish that you were still in? uh in charge is how different how different is it for you uh in workload in pressure and in uh, uh uh you know satisfaction the thing is like it's one thing to be the race car driver but probably the worst thing would be to be the passenger in a race car <laughs> if you were like you take uh, you know, the top race car driver and stick him over in the passenger seat and he's got to let the new guy drive that, you know, the race car driver probably going to go out of his mind, you know, and so uh, seeing all the things and the timing, you know, you get, you know, it's like seeing your kids play sports, you know, soccer, basketball, football, you know, you get all tense when they get the ball. And uh, is it uh, more stress, less stress? Uh, how's it different? Hey, Listen, there's a lot of information online, but there aren't a lot of people who have actually done something. In my case, I've actually built a successful business that's accrued over $5 billion in assets under management and has done well even during trying times. Now, if you want to know exactly how I've done this, go to whiteellenwinning.com forward slash webinar now. I've compressed a decade of learning into five short weeks just for those of you who want to give yourself an incredible advantage and are tired of waiting and watching others move up. I love it. Love it, love it, love it. I think I, I never thought I was going to feel the way I felt after I stepped down because 
you know, I, I, I thought I was going to lose a sense of purpose because, yep. uh, and, and I told my mom the other day, I said, the, the, the happiest day of your life and business is not when you cash the money, because as an entrepreneur, it's not a really about, you know, the, the, the destination is the journey is, is yeah. the relation is, is what you're accomplishing every day. It is not the money. I don't do that for, I didn't do it. And, and I don't do that for money. It is really when you step down as an operator and you can then have the clarity of this strategy and you have a better leadership uh, 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 way to, to contribute it towards. So as a board member, now we're not crying in the bathroom, but we have a really good way to inform and empower the leadership team that's in place to do what is needed to be done to achieve the vision. And, and uh, the, I am investing in other companies and co-founding other companies as well, just to be out of the seat of being an operating, to be an operator role. It right. gives you so much clarity of other things that I never saw around me uh, because I was so focused. Right. I had one, one mission, one goal, and that was to, you know, to achieve what we said we want to do, not just in revenue, but quality of care, employee retention, all the things that we said is important. But when you're no longer driving the car, you can look around. Yeah. And you see beauty on everything that you didn't before. Yeah. So now I, you can bring that beauty into the company because you're almost like an outsider. Right. right. So it's beautiful. And, and, and sometimes entrepreneurs that sold their business or are afraid to sell or even to exit because they're not going to feel needed. Forget right. about that. Forget, Forget about, about you're not going to do anything. I called my girlfriends and said, why are you complaining about being a stay-at-home mom? This thing yeah. is great. I yeah. can't even pick up my kids from school. I was working yeah. 120 hours per week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you complaining? And uh, it is beautiful. I am so blessed that had gone through all the phases from start to sell, to sell, to stayed, and now helping to buy other companies and also investing in other startups i, I yeah. cannot be in a better place in life than and I when you started it wasn't that long ago that you started you pro probably selling was the last thing in your mind you just wanted to get your business going right, right, right. and until someone called and said you want to sell that's probably the first time you thought at the time that call came in were you ahead of schedule or behind schedule on what you had wanted to do oh so when you got into the 20 minutes so you were way ahead of schedule. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We were yeah. we were growing at sixty-seven percent year over year. Yeah, it's it's always fun to be ahead of the game, isn't it? It is. It <laughs> it's is. worth the price. I mean, you say work hundred hours, but you know when the week is over, it's done. You know, you're you're exhausted. You know, you get a night's sleep and you're ready to go again. It doesn't matter how many hours you worked yesterday. But the thing is, what did you get done yesterday? And yeah. uh, when you get the important things done, the feeling of satisfaction and the benefits of that's just mind blowing, you know? So yeah. don't hold back 
Uh, if it takes extra time, if it's very frustrating, if you're crying in the bathroom, so what, you know, pretty soon the tears will end and you will, uh, you know, dry your eyes and get back at it. And, uh, you're probably going to learn something, you know, probably it was a lesson you needed to learn anyway. You know what I'm yeah, saying? And there's yeah. a muscle that you needed to be built, needed to be built. So you can now build something bigger. Yeah, that's exactly exactly what it is yeah, but yeah, you, yeah. you don't want to hear that while you're going through that <laughs> well trust me i have heard every single excuse that people were telling me in the at the end of the day you get a lot of what you're doing if right. you don't if you lose that passion and and drive for the mission the business is gone like and, and i always say for a business to be successful someone has to be paying attention 150% 24-7. Doesn't need uh, to be the owner or the founder. In this case, it was me. <laughs> but I had to sacrifice a lot from my family, from my kids. I, lost, I missed so many milestones with my kids that I was not able to be there because I, I didn't, I didn't uh, surround myself with the strongest team in the beginning, which looking back, if you ask what are one of the best mistakes I ever done, was don't wait to hire until you need that position over hire so you can be prepared for the growth. Otherwise you're gonna end up uh, having to work and do the job. Yeah, that's some great wisdom. Uh, you have one more thing you want to leave with the people who are listening here from your experience you think that can be a benefit to them. You've already given us a ton of them. I'm going to give you a chance to, if there's one still left in there that you want to pass on. Yeah, I think the acceptance that there is not a complete leader. There is not a leader that can fit in every single position or every single skills and really understand what you're really good at in your strengths and surround yourself with the people around, surround yourself with people that complement to you. Don't try to do it all and be good at everything. Otherwise, it's going to be a very frustrating life. And take the time to smell the roses. Uh, a lot of people um, work hard and is always measuring success by the future or what still needs to be achieved. Measure success by how greater, how better you are from yesterday and how much you have grown is in the smaller side versus uh, towards the, the end line. So, you know, tap yourself in the back, take the time to be happy for what you have accomplished because being an entrepreneur is hardcore. You put a lot of stress and uh, a, a lot of oppression in yourself. So, you know, nobody's perfect. You're doing a great job and thank you for, Anybody that's leading a bigger and better company so we can have a better world. Absolutely. Congratulations to you all for the leadership you are providing, the hope, the encouragement, and uh, the jobs, you know, that are being created. And, uh, you know, the foundation, you know, the foundation of the future is being laid by the leaders who are out there accomplishing positive things and running these kind of companies, setting mm -hmm. that example. And so thank you for being that kind of leader and doing that kind of job and uh, uh, providing that example. Great to meet you. Thanks for spending the time, Gracie. If you enjoyed what you've heard and are dead serious about finding out for yourself exactly how this works in the real world, 
I've taken the most valuable business lessons I've learned over 40 years and put them into something for you to watch. Go to whiteellenwinning.com forward slash webinar now in order to move up as fast as possible. I'm Larry Whitell, and I run the Million Dollar Mastermind. Go, go, go.